It's that time of the week once again. It's garage time. Let's get into it. Is that time of week again? Well, it's Monday, not the I mean, weekend. The, the but, time, you know. It's it's relative, right? The time of the week is relative to whenever we fucking get to it. Mm-hmm. This is true. I can't. We can't be like held down, right? Because you can't force it if it's not there. It ain't there. You can't. Right. Right. I mean. Right. You guys come for the excellence, and so we'll, when 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 it when it when it shows itself to us, we then bring it to you. you can't force art. That's right. I almost want to jump topics right now with that perfect segue. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of art. No, no, no. Oh, that's wait. a cliffhanger. You'll have to wait yeah, for that. Indeed. Oh, so um, how, how's it going? How are you? How you been? It's good. How you do? Weekend. Exhausting. Filled. Fun. All that good stuff. I had a busy weekend. Thanks for asking. Um, mm. Kid soccer. His travel soccer started. Mm-hmm. So Saturday was home. Sunday was like an hour away for a seven-year-old travel league which is wild mm-hmm. i have no between work and soccer i have like no weekends I, like i'm not even gonna be home for thing or not thanksgiving uh halloween i'm gonna be out of here mm. such is life indeed such is life but yeah did a bunch of that you had a good time you uh yeah tailgate season first tailgate open. for for us for me I mean, we missed opening week, but you know, night game, second week of the year, or second weekend of the year, uh, was awesome. Canopy broke, which was not ideal. Right in the middle of the day, you know, we're, we're there for seven hours. All of it's going to be in the sun, and canopy broke first hour. I had to take it down. It was acting as a sail. I mean, it was a jib in the wind, and it yeah. was I just mean, nowhere to go but up from yeah. there. I mean, pun not intended. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you'd rather it break then, when you're still of sound mind and body yeah. to do something about it, <laughs> rather than like four hours in and that thing takes off. And you're like, oh, it belongs to nature just now. Just have it. Just like you know, I'd almost prefer that because now it's just broken, laying in my garage. And I'm well, but it's not, not a fan not of that. yours anyway. So. Well, no, so it's now it's taking up room and it's still not mine. It's not even mine to throw away. But if it just kind of floated to the great beyond and you weren't able to retrieve it. That would have been more advantageous yeah. for me. Personally. In the short term. In the short term. But anyways, um so of all the of all of that, I mean mm. what gimme give gimme give we're gonna we're gonna start doing this now at the beginning of each episode. Favorite part of last week. Alex, what was your favorite part of last week? Hmm. Well, it was probably during Saturday's tailgate. Uh, we were pretty, pretty gone at this point. It had to have been, it was like six o'clock getting just before game time. People were starting to make the close down their tailgates and wander that way. So the best part about that is people are carrying little soft side coolers and little snacks and stuff and can't take that into the stadium. So when they get to the point of no return, they go, Hey, you guys want these beers or you want this food? And you're like, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'll help you out. I'll, 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 I'll take some of that. 
So this lady walked by with freshly baked that morning baked salted uh peanut butter chocolate chip cookies and like what what did she think she was going to do with it it was literally a tupperware container with like 15 in there and she like was just walking, walking to the stadium walking through the golf course to a football stadium and just like oh shit look ah, what i found who would have known those oh, weird damn. rules uh and so she hands them to us and then she walks away after she offered us some cookies which were some of the best cookies i've ever eaten and then she's standing over with her group over like 20 feet away. And she just looks back. She goes, well, hell, I can't take these into the stadium. You guys want to finish these cookies? Like, well, yeah, I guess. Sure, Paula. And no then problem. we finish them. She walks away again. She goes, you guys want this Tupperware? We're like, no, just put it in the garbage. That's all we're going to do with it. She's like, all right. Toss it in the garbage and leave. I'm like, all right. I don't know how you survived this long in life where, A, you thought you either didn't think that far ahead when you picked them up and started walking that you had a destination and there may be rules about entering said destination. I mean, to me, just the fact that she's used to walking around with Cookies. a Tupperware thing. Like I get bringing them to a tailgate, and leaving them at the table, but she's just gallivanting around a golf course yeah. holding cookies. I mean, I'm glad she did. Cause they were fantastic. Well, who, who doesn't like a good peanut mm. butter chocolate chip cookie? Mm. Very good. Um, mine happened late in the week too. It was actually Sunday night. Um, my favorite part of the week is seeing someone like Jameis Winston succeed. Mm. Um, and that's really and that's because, not in crab legs. Yeah, in the yeah, pants and that's success. personal growth, just like what we're all about here. Mm. I mean, the man I'm positive doesn't own a pair of tie shoes, and no. if his cleats are tied, the a locker room superintendent Somebody or equipment manager does it. But the reason I bring him up is because he has arguably. I mean, it's definitely the greatest quote of the year. Mm. So just write that off. But I mean, it might be the greatest quote of the past handful of years. So after a resounding victory over, um, it was weird. It was like a contest that they had for who could play quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And mm -hmm. they actually got a former Jeopardy host to be the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Real weird. Wildly awful. Still not LeVar Very Burton, bad. which I'm upset about because I had a petition for the Packers to have LeVar Burton as temporary. Quarterback. Jeopardy host does not translate well to NFL football, no. apparently, because Aaron Rodgers was fucking dog shit. Anyway, so they beat the brakes off of him. And so in the New Orleans did. Yeah. So in the after uh, in the post game interview on field, I forget who it was who's talking to him, but they asked, you know, blah, 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 you know, how'd you guys prepare and all this stuff. And James, well, you know, we just, we just really worked hard and we really prepared this week. And it's, it's like my, it's like my trainer always says, what did he say again? <laughs> He said, just, just be prepared. I, and that was the quote. You were really prepared for that question there, James. It, it's one thing to forget, but it, like, and you got to see it too. If you guys haven't seen it, look it up. But it's so funny because he's sitting there talking. He goes, it's like he always says, what did he say again? And he like completely just talks to himself. And he's got this aw shucks look on his face. Anyways, I'm here for it. Five touchdowns, 10 crab legs. I don't there care. It is. There it just is. Forza James Winston. All right. Well, in other celebrity news, we'll say, uh, non-crab leg-based celebrity news, uh, there was, and, and really most of this is from tonight, so this is like hot off the presses, breaking news, coming yeah. to you live from the garage. Uh, Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend in Trinidad, well, he has an STD is what he's got. I mean, read it. He's got some swollen balls. Let I mean, me pull up this here quote. Give us, give us the here. full unadulterated context here. 
So Nicki Minaj was tweeting about, well, the uh, the vaccine, and we're not going to get into the whatever that nonsense is. But here's what she said. She said, quote, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. I mean, there's a lot to unpack in there. Mm, mm. Just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. I mean, Nikki, I mean, you're giving me a lot of information and nowhere else to go yeah, with it. Yeah, just not letting me. Not, I was comfortable, but now you're telling me my balls are going to explode? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of information and also vaguely not enough information at the same time. So we're so for, I don't know if Trinidad had if do we need is it only in Trinidad that balls swell? Hmm. Is it vaccines from Trinidad? So that's a good question. If I take my five G into Trinidad, she doesn't even say that vaccine. I mean, maybe it's a, a vaccine against Trinidad, but he was in Trinidad, so and he, so then there was a counter reaction because he was in the place that it's yeah. against. I mean, all I'm saying is the way I feel right now. I'm probably going to abstain from taking vaccination um, information from Nicki Minaj. However, hmm. all remaining medical decisions uh, and information, I will still continue to yep. to get from her. But vaccination, primary care physician Nicki Minaj, going to need to probably table that hmm. at best. Maybe circle back and see if she's come up with some more information. But that just that that's it. We'll just, follow just, the number two Jay Z. He'll he'll yeah, he'll, he'll, else, he'll cover the vaccination stuff. Everything else. Um, there, this is actually a good week for celebrity bullshit. Um, my least favorite celebrity, probably, um, in a playful way, mm. not someone who's actually well. This guy is pretty, uh, actually a pretty bad Conor McGregor. That mm. douchebag. Yeah. No one is. He, now that I think about it and kind of talking it out loud, I feel like. This uptick in Conor McGregor bullshit is following a parallel to the Paul brothers. Mm -hmm. So Conor was always a douchebag. Okay, whatever. That's fine. But like, I feel like if I made a chart and tracked the trajectory of the Paul brothers moving away from just YouTube fandom into mm -hmm. this weird new twin sport. blonde Aryan Don King thing they got going on. Mm -hmm. This is all true. The trajectory of Conor McGregor pulling, like, punching a guy in a bar because he won't drink his whiskey, things like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's, like, the plane is consistent, yeah. right? But so he got mad at the VMAs the other day. Um, and this is, this is almost like an ad-lib headline, right? Because it just doesn't make any sense. Mm. He threw a drink at Machine Gun Kelly, um, and reports are... That it's because he, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, wouldn't take a picture with Conor McGregor. Now, Machine Gun Kelly dating uh, notoriously short-thumbed Megan Fox. Correct. So, I mean, was Conor really asking for Megan Fox? Or did he want to, maybe this is what it was. Maybe he wanted a picture with Machine Gun Kelly, but he asked quietly. Because he didn't want everybody to know. He Machine wanted to take... Fuck you. Yeah. And then he was like, no, I don't want to take a picture with you. You short. And then he got mad. And yeah. the worst part about it was he threw beer. Like, I don't even know. If Just into a crowd. Yeah, yeah. Like it went over like the nine security guards. Yeah. And you saw them oh, all God. look back like, wait a minute. But like, what's the end game here, Connor? Right. right. Cause like you're and there. It's not like they were in like a green room. This was on the red carpet yeah. of, at the VMAs. Like this was in, in as public as you could have made it. So what are you going to do? 
You're going to beat him up because he won't take a picture right. with you? No. Okay, so now you didn't. And so now everyone's asking, hey, why'd you do that? I will say there's a still shot photo. It's kind of like it looks like somebody's holding their camera over their head and taking a picture. McGregor is probably – there's probably one man, one security guard in between McGregor and MGK at this point. And McGregor's fist is past the security guard's head and is like within like – from the from the angle looks like within like six inches – of MGK's face. And I don't know if he's just like blazed out of his mind, but he's just standing there. Doesn't Stone. look like tough, but just not flinching at all Stone and wall. just looking right at him. Well, he's, <laughs> I mean, all Connor, right. let's be fair. Connor's got not the biggest wingspan in the world. Yeah. I mean, he's got lucky charm arms, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not, it's not for it. No. Right. I mean, could you imagine like, all right, so you're, you, maybe you grew up friends with him and he's always been a dick. Now he's got mad money and you're getting a little action of that. So like, all right, we're going to hang around. But now it's like every time you want to go out to a bar and you're hanging with your boys and he's one of them. And right. now he's always just starting something. It's like, yeah, you can beat everybody up here. Nobody gives a can shit I anymore. just get drunk? Right. I just want a beer and eat some bar pretzels. What are we doing here? There's a fucking rugby game on. Just yeah. Sit the fuck down. It was one thing when, you know, you, you threw, you know, uh, a barrier into a tour bus. Mm-hmm. That got you kicked out of the UFC, but then you came back and you made a bunch of money off of this. You pretending or trying to fight Machine Gun Kelly when there's 37 security guards between mm-hmm. you and you know it's not going to happen. And there's no it, money in it. Benefiting no one. Yeah. You know, quay bono. No one. No one. Speaking of celebrities fighting, um, this, is really, uh, this is really a Florida man story, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, Vitor Belfort bought Vander Holyfield this weekend in Hollywood, Florida. Allegedly. Of course, only Florida would license that fight. Mm-hmm. 59-year-old uh, Vander Holyfield did not fare well. So this isn't really anything more than can we please just stop? Like, I used to love boxing. I still do. Just, can, we, can we stop? It's always been a money grab, but now it's just. Can we stop? Right? Just, I thought my problem with boxing was all the different syndicates and, like, I fight for Showtime, I fight for HBO, I fight for DAZN, and none of us will ever Link up fight the because yeah. we can't agree on the contract and who will pay-per-view it. So everybody just to keep, they get to keep their own belt, right? You never find out who would, I thought that was the issue because it was, now it's not. Now I've got YouTubers that are fighting, you know, fucking baggers from the local publics down in Florida on fucking pay-per-view i can't it's like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense the fights aren't good people keep getting them (laughs) you don't watch boxing because you really really like the presser beforehand that's not why you're watching the fight that's just the added sprinkle on top to get those couple of people who may not watch boxing to get them to watch it when that's the only draw is because they argued a bunch at a table before the fight like and but we all know Right. You ask anybody who, who gets these Paul fights, they will all say to you, oh, I know the fight's going to be trash because none of them are boxers or whatever. Or or one of them's say, 80. Or they just say, well, you know, I want to see Jake Paul get his ass beat. Here's the deal, right? If you, th- the people who think that, and it's, I'm not even going to let my mind think of the people who pay to watch that. Because, like, just the thought of me spending time, like my personal time. That's just time, disgusting enough. And that's what I'm choosing to do. I can't. You, you put money into it, and that just blows my mind. But the same people who say, yeah, but I'd like to see him get his ass kicked, are the same people that watch that show like they watch, like, Finding Bigfoot, right? Mm-hmm. 
or they watched uh, like the Discovery Channel special and the guy tried to get eaten by an anaconda. You're like, okay, this isn't live. Maybe that was live, but those those shows where they're not live and it's like, okay, hmm, like the Oak Island one, or you're looking for all the. If it would have happened, oh yeah, the like treasure hunt I would have fucking yeah. heard about it because you filmed this six fucking months ago. Yeah. But you still watch it like you're going to fucking find something. You're not going to find something. The guy's not going to die because this was, you know. So the same people who do that are the same ones who tell themselves, oh, watch it just just in case, Jake. Do you think a man worth millions of dollars who made it off of just doing dumb shit on the Internet? Mm -hmm. And I'll give them this. They can create draw. But do you think he's going to sacrifice? He's fighting some washed out. UFC fighter who mm-hmm. has never thrown a punch in his UFC career practically. Right. You think you think he's gonna you think that's gonna happen? What pisses me off is you'll see on like the sport on a sports center like Instagram post about won't even be about a fight. It'll just be about Jake Paul or whatever the other one is. I I just don't even know them apart. Um it'll just be like a picture like, oh, he bought a new Pokemon card or something. And then the the three like they're not sponsored comments, but you can always tell when one yeah, of the yeah. comments is showing you like that guy's got a blue check mark. I know it. And you'll right. click on you're like, okay, retired MMA like Dylan. I always see this guy, Dylan Danis, Dylan Donis, whatever the fuck his name is. Right. He's a washed up UFC fighter. And it's always like, tell him to come into my inbox and I'll fuck him up or blah blah. I'm like, homie, you're you're talking on somebody else's post. You know you can just at him right. if you want to fucking talk on social media. Speak to him. You can just at him. You don't go on Sports Center, but you don't want that. What you want is other people to see that you're calling him out. Remember me. And then hopefully they go on Jake Paul's post and go, hey, this guy's calling you out. And if enough people do that, then maybe this teenager millionaire will recognize me, a grown man. I just miss the days of properly trained athletes getting in the ring and beating the ever-loving shit out of each other just the way the good lord intended. Or even if you're not going to be trained, you go do it like real man and bare-knuckle fight in the Miami backyard like Kimbo Slice does. If you're going to do it, fucking do it. JVCD, right? Yeah. Lionheart, absolutely. Clown baby. Fucking 16-ounce gloves, fucking padded bullshit. Dance around each other for fucking 12. It's not even 12 rounds. It's like three round. My blood pressure is rising. Anyways. This week in celebrity bullshit. Yeah. That it is. Enough of that. That that did the opposite. I thought that might be lighthearted and we'd have fun. Now I'm just fucking. A little angry about it. Yeah. Decompress. Well, here we go. Let's talk about this. So I was doing some thinking as, as you know, you flick through, especially through a weekend of college football and NFL and some baseball and yada, yada. You see some odd things that happen at sporting events. And so I, I thought of this. People that don't watch sporting events and especially don't even go to them, the things that they miss on, just the weird kooky things, it may have nothing to do with the sport itself. Right. Like one thing I saw today on, or yesterday on Twitter was uh, if you were at the Washington football team's uh, stadium and you were in like section 139 row double C, you may and or may not have had 300 gallons of turd water dumped on you. Ooh. So they were like underneath the second deck overhang, right? And there's just this video of just water, just water falling out constantly. 
And they're all like somebody, a bunch of people got hit by it. And so then they all spread out and there's like five rows vacated and they're all looking at it. And there's a couple of people just going, there's fucking turds in that. That's sewage water coming out. And it's just constant. It's not like a dribble. It's just literally 20 gallons a second just pouring out over just evacuating an entire section. And the video pans. There was just a lady who's soaking like, man, just I don't know what to do well, about it's that. Come, it's come to my attention uh, that a comment I made in the last segment was inappropriate. And I strongly apologize if I'd offended anybody. And it looks like there's poop flowing down from the second deck as Nick Castellanos hits a home run. <laughs> How do you like? What do you like? If, like, imagine being the producer for for whatever, whatever it was Fox or CBS carrying that, and they're like, "Camera's like, hey man, I think there's something happening over here." And they're like, "All right, let's put the camera on." And as soon as they realize it's just a shit waterfall, mm-hmm. they're like, "What?" What do we? Well, because what they what hope it say? is, what they hope it is, is the cat dangling from the second deck that Man. gets saved because it drops and falls fucking twenty feet. So that there's another like the one video from in front of it where you can see the second deck is one thing. The better one is from like under the second yeah. deck because you, can you see can't the- hear like people nearby. You can hear like the whole stadium, and so as the cat is like full on Stallone cliffhanger, <sighs> and like you hear the whole like there's a fucking football game going on. Yeah, nobody seventy thousand people watching this cat, which you know, ah, ah. and then then so they they break its fall. A guy picks it up. It was an American a, flag, I believe. Yeah, well, it was like an American flag, and then uh, like a, a Canes flag, Miami mm-hmm. flag, right next to it. Kind of fell between it, but it broke broke its fall. The dude picks it up. There was a lot of time packing that video because another guy like Did you see him like hurdle that fucking like he like fucking bull rushed the dude because like he wanted to raise the cat. It's my I cat. don't fucking it's my know. cat. I yeah. brought this cat. This cat came from my he, bag. Like, fucking mean mugs. The guy. Another guy pulls him back. Was like, hey man, cat's cool. Chill, <laughs> chill on it's the cat. cat. The guy fucking Mufasa's him. Mm-hmm. That cat did not want to be lifted up. Just no respect. Mm-mm. Just. The cat just no no thank you and he bites him just yeah which and there's guy. nothing harder in this world to hold on to than a cat that, that does not want to be held yeah. yeah no thank you so these are the things that you miss at sporting events if you don't go to or if you don't watch I mean the I mean something iconic Holyfield Tyson two when his ear gets bitten off or what was twice the in the same fucking match was it a Lennox Lewis fight where the guy came in on the fucking um, one of those things, the fucking parachute with the fucking fan on your back. Uh-huh. And he like tried to land. I'll look it up. He tried to like land in the middle of the ring and he like just missed. And he like hit into the ropes of the ring and got fucking tangled up. That's nice. And then security got to him and they whooped his ass. And he's like fucking stuck in a mousetrap basically. The shit out of him. Did not, did not work well. I mean, hell, today, uh, uh, who was it? Was it the Cardinals? Uh, uh, some baseball team. Who knows? Maybe the Reds. I don't know. They were wearing red outfits, gray and red outfits. Fucking second or shortstop. Uh, fucking running. It was a ground ball. Just a, the shortstop. He, he's running across field. Pick scoops it. Jumps. Spins. Three sixty. Beams it towards first base. First base umpires just staring at the bag. Wham! Right in the side of the head at like ninety miles an hour. Falls to the ground. He gets up. His face is just bleeding. And the worst part about that is they can't be like, all right, man, pay attention. The guy's literally, 
his job is stare at this. You're right. I can't stare at this. The rest of the game, you're just like, oh, God. That's what I'm saying. The man has to be like just, you know, gun shy now. Oh, my God. It was Riddick Bow of Vander Holyfield, Mm. uh, too, I believe. But, yeah, anyways, those are the things that happen. Yeah. Turd water. It's not even the game that's enjoyable, which it's a, that's game, a, plus. It's a game within the game. Yes, right? exactly. Real What's going to happen? And there's enough people in a, in a, in a concentrated area. Something weird's going to fucking happen. Yeah. And we're just here looking for it. I mean, it's the human condition. That's right. Can't just have nice things and do what we all showed up to do. That's right. You know, this fucking Jerry's fucking drunk wife. Who's mad because he threw her cools away when they were walking in because she told him she had quit, but he found them in the purse, mm-hmm. uh, her friend's purse, when they were walking in from tailgate, and she was smoking. And he's like, listen, listen, Charlotte, you fucking bitch. We agreed we're done. I'm throwing these vagina slimes away. Mm-hmm. Well, she's already mad. And then the guy in front keeps getting up because he's got a young kid. And then all of a sudden, this and that, she mouths off. And now the high ground has to fight the low ground. That's right. right? And now the low ground's attempt, losing that every time. Except for, for you know, Charlotte's Some, husband, Jerry. He he went, he didn't come for any of that smoke. And so then he gets a fucking six-piece ordered on him, right? On national TV. Sons in four. It's just, yeah, well, fuck, that guy ruled. <laughs> that guy ruled. Fucking sons couldn't couldn't follow up. Yeah, well, in Nerds. that time they did. In that series. Sons in four, they true. did. Just not, not in the final. I'm happy sports. I'm happy sports are back. Good as sports much, are back. Well, just like sports as intended, right? I mean, sports fans can be. It's it's a super love hate, right? And I am sports fan. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, it's one of those. And then maybe this is a personal condition for me. I feel like I like being a sports fan, but I don't like being around sports fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, other sports fans, I can't stand them. Like especially at, when they try to talk to me about sports, I go if you don't shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, if we're right not compatible, now, man, yeah. I feel like it's almost like speed dating. When I'm at like when I'm at the bar watching sports and sports guy next to me starts talking, I feel like it's speed dating, mm. right? So I can't get out of this right now, right? Like I'm at this table for two. You're at the bar rail next to me, and even though I said, "Yeah, that's crazy," for like the last nine minutes, mm-hmm. you haven't gotten the clue yeah, to shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Right. And and the worst ones, and this is almost inherently by design, because they're not going to talk to you unless they feel like they are sports fan. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they could be big dummies about it. And they're generally. But are. they they're talking to you. So they believe they are not. That's where that confidence comes from. And it's misplaced most of the time. Mm-hmm. And look, I like sports. I'm a nerd. Right. I like it probably more than I should. But I probably don't know. Half as much as I really think I do. But at the same time, I'm a self-worn man. I say this all the time. It's I'm best at knowing what I don't know. Okay? Yeah, we're also not people that just go to the bar and start chatting up the the the, the random. Don't talk there. to me. We yeah. talked about this. Don't talk in the grocery store. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Don't fucking talk to me. I'm not going to talk to you. If you, you want to say if there me. was something relevant right. that you happened, want, yeah. But don't. For both cheering for Michigan and they score a wicked touchdown and you want to go, hey, and we both scream together, cool. I hope we see that play against Ohio State next yeah. year, blah, blah, blah. Maybe we won't lose by 40 and it'll just be 30. Yeah, right. say that and then go back to fucking sucking on your high life. That's, that's all right. I want. That's, all, that's it. That's all I want. That's it. Because I can't. And I feel like that's, I'm kind of like that about, we're like that about other things like movies. I like going to the mm-hmm. movies, but just the rest of you shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let me enjoy it, not mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I don't, me. yeah. 
Yes. Which is why movie theaters should die. Except well, for that, James Bond. Well, on that terribly disappointing note mm-hmm. for movie theaters. We're going to go to let's, let's yes, do it. Jesus Christ. I feel like Tom Cruise in cocktail. <laughs> Okie dokie. So this week, uh, this is a new cocktail. New hold, to please, me. Hold, please. Hold oh. the phones. Hold the phones. You have to atone for your shame. The people don't have a drink from last week. The Ward 8. Oh, That's yeah. what you were telling me to do. Yeah, you're. I thought you were job. talking about this one. Well, I I followed up and I said, "Well, do you have a drink for tonight?" See, w- when you said that, it I, See, I crossed wires said, and I was like, "Why does he want me to make this drink before?" No. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I apologize. I will make both of those uh, probably tomorrow. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, this one is called uh, Cherry Top. Now. I've seen a couple different recipes for it, but I couldn't nail down any particular uh, bartender that created it or any info about it. So it's just a drink. So here we are. It is very simple. It's a gin drink. It's a London dry gin, uh, um, uh, French vermouth, uh, just blanc vermouth, maraschino liqueur, uh, Pichaud's bitters, which is not new, but we don't use it very often. This would be used in like a Sazerac. Or, well, that's about it that I've done on this fucking channel. I've had this one bottle of bitters, as bitters should last, for probably 18 months now. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, cherry top. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do uh, two and a quarter ounces of London Dry Vermouth. Whoa, London Dry Gin. That'd be weird. If, uh, I, don't like, I don't like London Dry Vermouth. Yeah, no, thank you. That doesn't sound very good I'll at pass. all. Uh, then three quarter ounces Dry Vermouth. Um, I'm actually going to use Koki Americano here. Um, I have I had Nolly Pratt dry vermouth at home, but I don't know. I didn't wasn't feeling just something super super dry and meh. So Koki is good. It's a vermouth it, aperitif. It's a little sweetness on the side, but whatever. Um, and then a half an ounce of maraschino maraschino, however you prefer to call it. Um, basically, like two or three bar spoons worth, uh, and then two dashes of. Pichaud's bitters. We're going to stir that with ice and then just strain that into our rocks glasses that have ice, preferably like one large cube or ball. Um, his drinks can be pretty clear. Um, maybe not with my Koki because it's a little, it's got a little brown hue to it. Um, but if you were to use a regular driver vermouth, it would be a pretty clear drink. Um, and so it looks really cool. It looks like you're basically drinking water. And then you put a nice brandy cherry right on top, i.e. cherry on top. We're in business. So let me get into this. Well, I for one, I love three like three part drinks, right? Like, like the the gin, the vermouth, the liqueur. It's just bing bang boom, right? It feels like I don't know. Super simple. It's cleaner, and yet, and yet you can do a lot, right? Three part drinks, you can. Those same three ingredients. You can change one and then change the amount. You can make a, a whole different thing. I feel like Herman Boone from Remember the Titans. I run six plays, coach. Like Novocaine. Give it time. Always works. Right, so you got three drink or three three ingredient cocktails, right? They just they just work. Old faithful. 
we're gonna have to it's weird so we're on you know we've been doing pretty good on our um relative to the season drink list it's not it's not cold yet but we're gonna have to start dipping into some bags of tricks switch over to the warm weather or the the warm drink for the cold weather there's been some I, I've, I've been looking for for things to do uh, to, to change it up a little bit. I've been trying to keep it light. I've been trying to keep it kind of clearer uh, in beverage color. Uh, just that's a good way, a good representation of what your drink's going to be like, uh, whether it's a summer drink or On winter drink. Palette. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh boy, that sounds abrasive compared to shaking in a metal shaker. Compared to stirring in a nice crystal Yes, glass. there's no tings. Well, if you brought your equipment. Yeah, well, to be fair, I never I never transport that crystal glass because uh, that's the one thing crystal. I don't. You could do it. In the- yeah, that'd be, that'd be the same as this. So we're spinning, we're spinning, we're spinning. And this is all in the building glass. Yep. So like you said, so we've got the rocks glasses with our large hunk ice in it if you pour it over and this is your 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 building glass if you will now we're gonna strain so like i wonder like uh i wonder what kind of variation you could do on this right like uh so cherry on top is clearly cherry but like could you, I mean, I don't know, with the gin, like, could you do other variations instead of the the Maracino liqueur? Have something in its place to do, like, a different, like, a citrus, you yeah. know what I mean? But follow the same. I saw some other variations that substituted out the dry vermouth for, like, lemon juice and simple syrup. But in that boat, to me, you're getting it's a little, you're yeah. basically turning into a sour, a gin yeah. sour. Which would be just fine. However, I think you're getting away from, from what what, the, what we're getting at. Yeah, I think the dry vermouth is really what we need in this. But all right, cheers, cherry on top. That's pretty good. That's not half bad. It's pretty good. There's just enough sweetness in that. Huh? It's weird. The vermouth, like the vermouth, is like drawing me to more familiar drinks mm-hmm. right you know manhattans and things of the such mm-hmm. right and even like the cherry in it right i'm a heavy heavy cherry guy in my manhattans yeah. um but the the gin i don't know it might even be the bitters a little bit too are like pulling me back the other way this is a suit this is a cool cocktail because a lot of the ones that we've done recently i feel like have been like hey i'm outside i'm having people over have a cocktail kind of day i would put this as a like dinner cocktail only like put a pin in it on the board like i i don't want this anywhere else and it's like and it's not um i don't know why i think that's just how it profiles to Mm -hmm. me it's weird it's it's got a lot of flavor. It's got a lot of like things going on on your palate. But at the same time, like you were saying, so it pulls you sweet. It pulls you back towards kind of savory. 
but you fall kind of just back neutral middle, right? It's there's weird. no bitterness at the end. There's no over every, yeah, overhanging every, sweetness at the end of it. You're very just middle of the road. Every at the time end. a flavor I think is about to get carried away, mm-hmm. like as I'm processing it, the other one comes and it's 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 odd. Like it's super light, but it's full bodied at the same time. Yeah. Like so when you have a gin and tonic, right? It's super light and airy. Obviously, you have carbonation and and all that stuff. But this is a, it's got that light ginness, and then the vermouth like kind of bodies it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would drink this. I would drink this a lot. This might go into the Ooh. repertoire, right? This might go into my rolodex of out and abouts. I tell you, it's it not often that be... a new cocktail gets in the the clover or uh, um, the Gordon's cup was one a yeah, new cocktail that, that really in. just punched its ticket. It's the cucumber. And it, it, it just, just it's amazing have you tried it it's cucumber water um yeah this one but it's definitely a dinner drink mm-hmm. yeah this and isn't a get to, home from work and i want to relax and have no, a cocktail no. like no. i'm trying to think and you know what else this is this is also an order for others drink yeah. right like uh like order around when you go out to dinner type of drink mm-hmm. I it's will not, say this. It's not crazy looking. There's no like edible flower arrangements on top. It wouldn't, it would just come. It's almost like clear water in a glass with ice and a cherry. I mean, it's just. And so it like that, that's going to be the only thing that I'm like, the name leaves a little bit to be desired. Cherry top. When yeah. you say it, right. Let me get four cherry tops. Everyone's if I heard someone say that, drop, I, exactly. Yeah. I didn't like what kind of fucking 2006 wayside bullshit, central Michigan university Thursday night. Happy hour shot. Are you getting your sorority sisters? But it almost, once they do come back and have a taste. When you see it, you're like, oh, okay, this is neat. This looks sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, it's cool. But when you order it, you're like, oh. I don't know how this I'm would... still scoring this. That's why yeah, I'm yeah, taking take, so Take long. your time because I, I now just thought of something with this. Especially, at least in my head, I can visualize it. So just as a visual, floating a little dry, wet red wine on top, like a Merlot, which you can do with a, like a, a New York sour. You can uh, you just build a whiskey sour with no egg white or with egg white, and then you can float red wine on top of it. It's called a New York sour. We'll do that here in a little while, probably closer to winter. I'm thinking with this, how clear this is with the brandy cherry, just a thin layer of floated red wine on top, and then the cherry. I'm not necessarily certain how that would taste, but just visually, to me, that would be outstanding. I think it would taste decent because a nice Merlot, a nice heavy dry, dry Merlot. How would you make this into a sour? Well, we need sugar. We need more sugar. I mean, the, the maraschino has sugar in it. I suppose that's fine. We All need citrus. A, we have imagine, no citrus. Imagine this taste but yeah. with a soured head. Yeah, we need citrus. We have no citrus. So we'd have to add a minimum half an ounce to three quarters of an ounce of lemon right. juice. Well, I'm going to, I got to, I got to fucking get to getting on this score. So let's, I'm going to take one more and then I'm going to spit it out. Cherry top. This is, this is a eight and a half. Because I can't, I feel, 
because it's kind of shoehorned. Like I can have a Manhattan at dinner, before dinner, at a party, after dinner. That's just because you like it so much. But what I mean, like in, but it still has to be in a setting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what I mean, like at a party, I mean like at a cocktail party, yeah. Like you know, with the in-laws, right? With with yeah. fa- like you know, I could still mingle with one and wander about, right? Yeah. Once I cross, there's going to be a bridge that I cross at one point in life where. I will have Manhattans like Grandpa did in the in the early evening to mm-hmm. just have a Manhattan, right? But not yet, not yet. No. So this this kind of like I said, it kind of falls into that like shoehorn category. I will have this in the proper setting because of the taste, but it's so fucking good. Mm. Like it's really good, and I think I think my favorite thing about it is the flavor of the gin, how light gin is, but the Rest of the drink itself is like full body, but at the same time, like I can't describe it as anything but light. I suppose if you wanted, like, you could change your gin. Beef Eater's a super light gin. If you wanted something more junipery or more floral, you could find well, some. Like, There's plenty need, other gins. I don't in this need world. that because, like, I've got. That's why I like Beef Eater's. It's got, very subdued. I've got the nice light gin mm. that's in it, but at the same time, I've got this. This not overpowering, like fruity taste that has its full body from the vermouth, right? So it's almost like infused vermouth, is what it feels like, right? I love it. I love it. Eight and a half. Eight and a half for the cherry, the cherry top. I'm glad you brought this drink today because, like I said, it's super sophisticated, looks great, tastes better. Um, and tonight's a, tonight's a pretty classy night. It is. It's a, you know, here at garage time, we are, um, we're men of different flavors, Mm. right? We like lots of things. (laughs) You listening at home might be like, you're right. I've listened for a while and I did not expect that fucking bullshit. (laughs) No, you fucking don't. You've spent 85% of your time on this podcast. Knowing about everything else. Everything you don't fucking like. Honest to God, though, I like lots of things. Yeah. Lots of things. Big range of things. I mean, you're an old soul. Indeed. Right? You should listen to this guy's fucking Spotify. He's an absolute psychopath. He just has, I mean, he's got playlists, but his, his go-to is just all songs and then just fucking Jesus take the wheel. And it's just, mm-hmm. you've got. Fucking Dio, Pantera, mm-hmm. fucking Wu Tang, little Frank Sinatra in there. Soundtrack to Les Mis will show up, and I'm like, fucking, it's true. What are we doing here? It's all over the place. So we like things, right? Mm-hmm. I think I talked about this before in my advanced youth years, my advanced young guy years. Yep. Right, youth. pretty soon I'll be veteran young guy. I'm an advanced. I mean, well. Now, I think you're probably veteran. I'm probably getting now. into veteran young guy. Advanced is like I think once you back end of 30, thirty. Yeah, you're you're back you're, end of thirty. First half of forties is is advanced young guy, depending on how you're living. Advanced after veteran. Well, see that's what. Anyway, veteran seems like retired young guy to me in my head. That's what. That yeah. Anyway, like, but my done, point is we've my, done the tour. We've done three or four tours my already. My point is I'm not old. I'm not old. I'm a five star man. Um. I just, oh God, I just, I got flustered. You got me flustered right there. But like, I, so I started liking pop music a lot more. Yeah, this is an, it, this it's, is an odd trend that I have started noticing. I, 
but you you'll fall into it too. I swear to God. I did hear a like, new du- uh, Dua Lupa yeah, song because it was it was sponsored on Facebook. She's the it, it was best. him and it was her, uh, her and the baby, and I was like, it's called uh, Levitating or something like that. And I was like, I will listen to the whole thing last time on my phone just to sponsor that on Facebook. I was like, All right, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Anyways, so we're also pretty classy when mm. we're not recording uh, in a garage drinking booze. Also, when I'm not putting 17 beers out of a 24-pack down by myself. Hey, I can be Michigan. classy. Holy shit. As long as you're by yourself, night. it's classy. Holy shit, Saturday night. Anyways, but we can be classy, and we enjoy it. We'll be classy at the work Christmas party this year together. Ooh. It'll be great. I hear other people sometimes. Yeah, well, that, that'll be another one. Um, but tonight is the classiest and artsiest nights of nights. Mm. Tonight's the Met Gala. And for those who don't know, the Met Gala is a, a fabulous costume party, red carpet type costume party that happens in New York. Correct. Uh, it is a fundraiser for the, uh, it's also known, so it's got lots of names and I don't understand why. So Met mm-hmm. Gala, Costume Ball, uh, Costume Institute Gala, or the Costume Institute Benefit, or the Met Ball. But it's a it's a fundraising gala, which for you lay people is a party, but not like party. a party. It's, it's like everyone. It's our party, not your still. party. Yeah, exactly. It it's a party you hear about, mm. but you you don't even know where it's. You at. don't get invited. Yeah. Uh, but it's for the Metropolitan Museum of the Arts uh, in New York City, and then, like I said, it's a fundraiser. So it's mm-hmm. up uh, on Fifth Avenue. Um, is where the Mets at. So they need funds. Well, allegedly. I mean, so they make allegedly prior to the pandemic up to like $50 million a year, just in ticket sales. And it's like $20 a ticket. So, you know, fine doing well. Uh, I, I was doing just a quick research just to see like, what's their endowment, right? Cause I know they're going to make, you know, probably make a couple hundred mil tonight. Because it's like thirty thousand a ticket or some bullshit to get much. in there. So it's not plus even, donations. It's, People are coming with I just, checkbooks. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Right. Uh, a good, a good barometer for what a gala is, is when, uh, ticket has a price, but really when it's per plate, mm. right? When they tell you how much it is per plate, that's kind of that that that'll be that's more of the galas that you'll find, right? And if you have to, uh. You have to ask. Yeah, that's really what it is, isn't it? That's yeah. really what it is. Can't afford it. But so, so your fact finding. Yeah. Mission. So, so I did a quick, a quick Google search just to see a cursory. Yeah, just, just, just to see what their endowment is because they are a public institution, although they're also private at the same time. So you know, whatever, figure that shit out. Uh, they have an three point three <clears throat> billion with a B. Oh. Uh, dollar endowment. Now, what I can't find is how that is broken up. You can read the articles where they mention it, and then they just say it just as a passing glance. The Met Gal- or, or the uh, Metropolitan Entertainment fucking Transit whatever, Authority, whatever, whatever the hell it's fucking exactly. called, MTA. Uh, three point three billion dollar endowment. Last year, they made $35 million, which is down 25% from the $50 million they made the year before that because of the pandemic. Like, okay, well, can we back up to the $3.3 billion? Kind of just glazed over right. that. Deep. And now, because this whole article is now talking about how they're in dire straits for money. I'm like, well, 
Okay, well, if we go back to the first sentence of this article, three point three billion. Like, not this place has been around for two hundred fifty years, allegedly. Did like the three point three billion st- or one hundred fifty years? Sorry, did the three point three billion start like back then? Did anybody have that much money? It seems have like we, has it been the, a running tab, right, right? Like, are we just counting? Um, yeah. So I mean, I uh, first, because they're going to make a hundred million tonight. Here's the deal, right? Sounds like you got a bad business model here. Right, got a bad business. I think somebody's model. cooking books. Well, that's all art is, if you really think about it, right? I mean, it's just an absolute untraceable way to just launder money, isn't it? Because if you really think about what what is the production cost of Anne Mona Lisa, it was probably thirty eight pence back in the sixteen hundreds, right. Right? right? A couple sacks of potatoes, right? And now it's worth eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, because it is reasons, yeah. reasons, right? Like uh, what? Well, I'm forgetting the name of the artist, but um, Jay-Z and Beyonce just did a shoot for Tiffany. I can't remember the artist. It's off the top of my head. But it was a work that was, like, never seen before. And as a state released it and just straight publicized it straight to Tiffany's with Beyonce. It was just a weird thing. But it's like, okay, so this hasn't been out. Yeah, the artist is, here's my thing, right? So the artist has put some bangers out, right? Right. And so you assume it's coming, Allegedly. but listen, listen, right? They're not all gold. You can't go platinum every time. Mm-mm. But in art, in art, name, it's like once those people get the hooks in them, it doesn't matter. Well, it, once the name's out there, right? It doesn't matter. As long as it's not like the most obscene thing. And even then, if your name's big enough, you could probably get away with it. I think, I don't know. I think... I mean, you look at like Banksy, right? So he he found a nice little niche. It's kind of all it really is. He was he had the foresight to find the niche prior to death, because there's mm-hmm. that's like the main niche is be mm-hmm. dead. You gotta die, yeah. And that's just not very advantageous. Yeah, for me it's not cost effective as a prospective artist, Correct. right? I love my family, but you know, I'd like to see some of that on the front end, a little bit, little bit. you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but anyway, yeah, none of this dying of syphilis and some old squalor at, uh, with not a penny to your name. Like that seems like a recurring and like, like talk life about story, the bullshit, man. Like, and writers too. Writers do that. It's like, wait a minute. I mean, I was alive and producing this. Nothing has changed of it. Hmm. But now, now you choose to 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 indulge in me while I'm fucking dead. Now does it matter does it matter on how you die or is it just that you're dead? Is there is there a, an elevating I'm sure scale? There, yeah, I'm sure there's a graded curve on that. Yeah. Right that really kind of weights it. You know, if like you if you're like really murdered dumb, or something or if you suicide yourself or yeah, you can't it's syphilis a fine brain line. You seems go, to be like a very very popular choice syphilis you can't go you can't go too dark right and you gotta do like some weird dumb shit well van gogh did the whole ear thing i think that was a whole publicity thing to begin yeah, with. i think he knew what he was doing I, yeah. he's like i don't need this fucking yeah. i'm painting what am i no. fucking listening to beethoven's deaf over here and he's making music what do i need this ear for right exactly. fucking eyes out i think he felt the shine was fading mm-hmm He's like, I gotta do something. He's like, ah, I fucking cut my ear off it's, and send it to someone. It's fucking Conor McGregor throwing beers at MGK. Exactly, exactly. And so then, like the the game of telephone happens, mm-hmm. and the guy, you know, he cuts his ear off, and then he like panics, and he like tries to get rid of it, and he leaves it in like butcher paper, or, like a newspaper mm-hmm. or floral paper, on a stoop, 
because he he panics and he runs and it happens to be the stoop of a woman who he fucking you know parted next to once and now this thing fucking becomes his his love of his life mm. that's really what happened sometimes it's and most times it's better to be lucky than good but we digress mm, we digress that'll be another art show maybe we all have a finger painting day the thing that's most prevalent and what connects to so many people uh, at their core is the outfits at the Met Gala because it is a costume. It's at like the beginning of their fashion costume, whatever week, month, whatever. I don't fucking yeah. know. Um, and so there's some, there's some good ones. Were there? Well, I mean, I went through a list and looked at some, I don't know if good well, is so, the word I mean, that I probably just might use. not be culture. Is really what well, we could be getting at. So I've got some, and we're going to post them. We're going to show you what we got. I feel like I should throw on my Joan Rivers voice, but I don't mm. know if I could make it through the rest of the segment doing it. I um, just made a morbid joke. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, so we're going to start with my favorite one. It was Lil Nas X showed up almost like a Russian doll. So it was mm. a three-piece. He looked like a moth. That's a, a giant moth. So it was a three-piece. I have big ass fluffy velvet curtain coat. Mm-hmm. Like so, it wasn't just a fur coat. It looked more velvet, but it was like uh, like if you're like a giant like uh, twelve foot floor to ceiling. This was like, Euro draping, trip turning right? into the Pope. Yeah, That's it's like one was. of them. Yeah, big old fluffy ass thing. And then he kind of like gets it unzipped. Next thing you know, boom, he's C three PO on roids. Yeah, like just fucking filled out, wearing right? a cup. Yep. Yep, uh, and then he gets out of that, and now he's become uh, Stardust in a leotard mm. as a bullfighter. Okay, and he—I mean, he, I liked it. Now it here's looked, it looked pretty cool. Here's a question: I wish I could look, which cool is like a that. digression, kind of. Do you think bullfighters would be more agile of not getting gored? I don't think that sentence works, but you know what I'm saying. Yep, okay. If they were in leotards as opposed to weird, like, tuxedo suits with capes and but big, big aren't hats. are they, like, tuxedo suit leotards now? They're pretty tight. But I don't know how good that fabric is. Yeah. That might be true. That might be old world fabric. might be a bit restrictive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should look into that. I don't think it breathes well. Moving get them, on. Get them some cotton. A little bit. It breathes. Yeah, a little bit. So, uh, J-Lo was there. Hmm. J-Lo, yeah, everybody's favorite, uh, even though she broke A-Rod's heart. And she's doing the whole publicity thing like she loves Ben Isn't Affleck. she with Ben she Affleck, Affleck right ben now? Affleck. Ben Affleck doesn't love Ben Affleck. They don't, yeah, I mean. He Have you doesn't. seen the picture That's, of him smoking that cigarette? That is the most fucking legitimate thing I've ever heard you say in your entire life. Ben Affleck does not love Ben Affleck. No. You are right. He doesn't hate Ben Affleck. No, he just doesn't like him. But he's like, look, we only get one go at this. and. I was doing my best. I, I kind of squandered it. Mm. Right. Right. So now I'm just trying to keep a baseline. Right. Just maintain. If I can just, if I can just not make any more Listen, errors. the engines are out. We're just trying to keep altitude here. Yeah. We're going to just keep pointing at the horizon. We No more goals. Just eyes on the horizon, well, man. We'll land when we land. And we'll just, we'll sail this baby down and we'll have a good time. <laughs> ben Affleck doesn't like Ben Affleck. Anyways, J-Lo was there. She was in a crocodile Dundee thing. Very nice. I got some real nice pictures because it's uh, it was like a like a chest up one, and I'm like, that's fucking bang on mm. crocodile Dundee. And then they did a full body one, 
I, I really thought she probably should have just went with straight Crocodile Dundee instead of what she went with. And you'll see. You'll see when we post it. Did she have a big-ass knife? She should. She should. I don't think she did. So, mm. point deduction. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, the last one, Kim K, everyone's mm. favorite, right? Kim Kardashian. Thank God, right? Thank God Robert didn't pull out like I once suggested, right? Mm. Because you're Just here. for this. Because you're here. And you showed up. Uh, in like a blackout suit. Mm-hmm. I think it was shorts, but it had like a tail. Mm-hmm. But it was like all spandex or face. You had a ponytail come out. It was just black. Black, mm-hmm. spandex, nylon, whatever. Um, she looked like a member of the Foot Clan from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. If that storyline fucked the Matrix. I can, I, I, I know exactly. Yeah, I, I, I would can show you the picture and day. I guarantee you. If I were to have you draw it like a fucking crime scene sketch artist, I'm 100% confident you would draw the exact picture I'm talking about. So I have something for Kim K just because I did see that. And it was the first image. Well, okay, well, I've just looked at Twitter and now I have a second one. So I'm just going to show you this. This isn't what I was going to say, but I just opened Twitter. First thing I saw. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So what we're looking at here is, uh, well, it's the head of the alien from, you know, Alien. Alien, yes. In a black dress walking up some stairs. Fantastic photo. But Kim K, what she actually looks like is a Dementor from Harry Potter. Okay. That's what she looks like. I'm into that. Yeah. Just oh, you're a, talking about inner in outfit. The, in the outfit. Okay, yeah, well, that's yeah. kind of like a... I mean, she acts like a Dementor generally. I mean, I... Just sucks the life out of you. you Have you seen Kanye? Have, yeah. Have you listened to Donda? Hey, different strokes for different folks. Um, I guess. But yeah, no, Dementor. I like that. And it's relevant for the Met Gala for mm-hmm. her too. So mm-hmm. I know if I... Hang on a second. I'm going to manifest. Okay. When my name gets called and that invitation shows up for me to go to the Met Gala. I mean, I'm going to be... It's right next to you. Oh, oh, sorry. I was having a beer. No, I knew what you were looking for. for? We had a little, little soft side cooler over there. Um, and you know what? I, no, I'm good. Um, I'm going to go, like, I'm going as Darth Vader. Mm. Like, straight up. Maybe, like, Black Not like Darth Dar- Vader with, like, pantyhose or something? No, no, no. Okay. Like, straight up. And, like, like, maybe I black everything out so, like, I don't have, like, a red button, an orange button, and a blue button. Are the button's still there? Yes, but just... Blacked it's out, all blacked maybe, out. because you know, why not? What about Darth Vader? But you take because you gotta do a little something weird. You gotta do a little something weird. I mean, I think Darth Vader kind of just well. You saw C three PO there already, I, and that I, was the second of three changes. Yeah, that was the before fucking, he even walked up all the stairs. Like every step he took, somehow he was in another outfit. I don't even know I, what like, did he change. He was like watching Iron Man in reverse. Yes. Right when Tony Stark fucking double taps the chest plate and it like <laughs> the fucking <laughs> armor comes out of his ass before he goes and fights Thanos. It's like so. What about RoboCop visor? Mm. Still, still Darth Vader helmet. You had, you just had me at RoboCop. Actually. RoboCop I'm gonna visor. Change the now Darth you're just Vader. doing. I'm just going RoboCop as fucking RoboCop. What if it's all RoboCop but Darth Vader helmet but the chin's still exposed? Because that's that was the weirdest thing about RoboCop is the chin. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just going RoboCop now. Could do. Or you go as like Darth Helmet from Spaceballs. That's fun. That's fun. Just like a five foot by four foot 
Darth Vader helmet on. I mean, and then here's my favorite part about it is I'm just like, how do you how do you explain that? How would I explain? Rogue? Yes, Adametti, what do you, can you tell us what you're wearing tonight? What am I? I'm wearing all the the blood and deception that I had to uh, uh, transform through. This is my my molting mm. that you are now seeing the benefits of, mm. right? I am no longer Adam. I am RoboCop. And that's all I'd say. And they'd go, I haven't understood anything anyone else here. Simone Biles is wearing like an 88-pound like rug today. Mm. So like. That just seems uncomfortable. You could just say anything. Yeah. And what are they going to say? Like, well, hey, no, hang on. We need a little more clarification. Like, bitch. Right. We're making there was a Nobody woman knows. that had a shirt that said she was wearing like fucking trousers, like overall trousers, said peg the patriarchy. Like, what kind of answer? We got a woman, like, I'm not saying don't or whatever. I mean, I understand I'm part of the patriarchy. Well, I'm not asking, not me. but like, preferably I get what me. you're getting at. Um, but like, what kind of, kind of answers we got this woman? Yeah, what would you like shoving, me to say about this? Shoving plastics and, and assholes, mm, right? Like, mm kind of clear like we all understand why we're here right these rich people need some of these rich people's monies all you want is me on camera so let's just let me say what i'm going to say and stop interviewing me like this is actually real let's get out of here before conor mcgregor asks to take a picture with my wife and throws a beer at me that's a call yes it is uh before we get the fuck out of here did you see the new matrix uh uh trailer yeah, so so I haven't actually seen it. I've seen clips of it, and I went, I don't want to watch that. I saw it, and like here's the like deal. I want to watch the movie, but I don't want to watch trailers because I know they're going to disappoint me. So here's the deal. Naturally, like I want to kind of be like, can't you just come up with a regular idea? But Keanu's in it, and Keanu, who I used to hate as an actor. Keanu don't miss. Like I used to hate him. Keanu is well, he missed with. Revelations. Let's let's be honest. Matrix Three was garbage. From from that on, Keanu does. He just doesn't miss. Like yeah. he kind of just. I don't know. Anyways, I feel like I gotta watch them all again. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. like Revelations I was be tough. But... So I was watching the the trailer and I'm like, oh sweet, but I'm like, oh, I really need to probably watch all these again. And then it became like daunting. Once like I said that to myself, I was like. Oh. I mean, one and two, I could go home tonight and watch one, two, if I didn't have anything to do tomorrow. Those are easy. Three. Speaking of oh that. Oh, boy, that's a tough, that's a tough ask. Every time I think of The Matrix 2, I think of how transformative it was with the white Escalade things that they had. They were, like, super cool, right? The dreadlocks guys that could phase well, I mean, in the actual out. vehicle. Oh, but Yes, that whole yes, scene. Yes. And then I'm like, man. Imagine how cool they could be now. I'm thinking about the vehicle. So what the fuck were we thinking? Like as a society that those vehicles, like the Chevy avalanche was mass produced. Okay. Well, right? let's just, that this can be a later garage time episode, but I mean the HHR, all those. Yeah. Chevy okay. Put, let's yeah. stop naming them. And just here's saying. what we're going to do. We're going to bookmark this for maybe even next week. Maybe this will be topic. Uno. I'm just saying you're going to realize Hell, you guys can write into yeah, us when you, when you start getting into it and you start looking at the dates that all these cars were manufactured, it was early off for some gonna rough be years. A fucking pocket yeah. of concentration. Rough years. Where you're gonna go? What in the fuck? 
And it's a combination of not only with these ugly ass looking cars, but the sheer of just terrible just engine. If anybody out there is car people, the engines are bad, the transmissions are bad. I mean, everything's just as cheap and as shit as it possibly could be. I just be. can't. This is range. Uh, we just went Met Gala, Art, uh, Matrix, early to mid 2000 automobiles. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just. This is in the span of like seven minutes. And this is what these people come just to see. Absolutely fantastic. People should pay $30,000 a plate to come and watch us. Yeah, that's right. And there's only limited space here in this garage. So you could probably get what? Two big old round tables. Which I think is what makes. Eight person per table. 16 people. That's why we can charge that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Supply and demand. Corner in the market. That's right. All right. Well, um, Everybody send us your best at home Matt Gala costumes. And if we like it, you'll be invited to the garage time Matt Gala 2022. Um, if not, just know that you're, you're in a different station in life. and That's okay. It's not galas aren't for everybody. Not for everybody. Not, not for, for everybody. everybody. But you know, wherever you are, enjoy your garage time and your space where you want to. But always remember, keep those beers cold.